When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, not all narcissists or toxic people will try to come back to you after the relationship ends. If you're new here, my name is Lee Hammock. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist, and welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, y'all. So, why some narcissists don't try to come back? Not all narcissists hoover you. Not all narcissists or toxic people try to be involved in your life. Not all narcissistic people will try to come back after the discard phase. Why, Lee? But why? Why, 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 why? So, this is a question that I get a lot. Y'all be surprised how often I get this question. Why didn't the narcissist or a toxic person, whoever, why didn't they try to come back into my life? Why didn't, was, was I not good enough to Hoover? Was I not good enough supply? I was, not, was I not grade A supply? What is, what is going on, Lee? Tell me the answer. Give me the answer, Lee. I'm like, goodness, great. Like, y'all, I'm gonna give you the answer. I'm gonna give you the heat. I promise you. The heat, the heat, <laughs> the heat is coming. I promise. But you have to ask yourself in a lot of these different situations, a lot of different spaces. Like, sometimes, y'all, the narcissist doesn't come back because it's not that you're not enough, is that you might be too much. They might have done too much to you. They might have put you through so much that they feel like there's no point in trying to come back to you. Like there is no chance that you will take them back. Like they have done like they have done enough. They in their in the minds of some narcissistic people that tr- that don't try to come back, they are thinking like, I've done too much. I've done too much to this person. Or, or, or they've done too much to me sometimes that you sometimes you haven't done anything to them they just put it onto you too much has happened in this relationship and i need to get some i need freedom i need to get free of this space i don't need to go back into that i can't go back into that like it's it'd be a waste of my time to try to come back like too much has transpired you know that person is built up to like you might be too strong for them to come back y'all sometimes they might think you too, you're too strong you know for them to try to come back into your life. Like you have built up enough resistance to them that it, them them trying to come back into your life, it's pointless, you know? Sometimes that does happen. Sometimes that's the result of things that happen. You know what I mean? Too much has happened. They think that the relationship has run its course and they don't try to come back, you know? Another reason why some narcissists don't try to come back is they are scared. Fear. Fear is obvious, obviously a factor for you. I remember who the was that Joe Rogan on Fear Factor? Fear is obviously a factor for you. You see what I'm saying? Fear. They're scared. Some narcissists are scared to try to come back to you. And I know that sounds crazy, but it is. They're scared that you're going to, first of all, they, a lot of narcissists, most fear rejection. Most narcissistic people fear rejection to the highest, to the highest level. Like they are so afraid of rejection. They're like, this person, too much has happened. So I'm scared this person is going to reject me. You know, 
too much has happened in our relationship. I'm so afraid that so much has happened that you're going to re- this person is going to reject me. The chances the chances of me being rejected are super high, and I'm afraid to get rejected. You know, I'm afraid that this person is going to reject me. I'm afraid this person is going to reject me and break my heart or hurt my feelings, whatever the circumstance, whatever the situation is, you know, they are afraid that you're going to do them in. They're afraid that you're going to hurt them. They're afraid that you're going to ruin them. You see what I'm saying? They're afraid that you're going to react them. Also, I was just getting, I was getting to that. They're afraid that you're going to expose them. Y'all know that a lot of narcissists are afraid of exposure. They're scared as hell to be exposed. You know, they don't want to be exposed. There's a, an abject fear of them being exposed. So they, hell no. Why would I, y'all, if I'm going to get rejected, why would I come back to you? You know what I mean? If I, if you want to expose, if you have too much dirt on me, I'm going to leave you alone as to not upset the apple cart, you know, as to not upset the apple, as to, uh, if I, if I do one more thing to you, you might expose me. You might reveal to the public or to whoever it is, our friends and family about who I am. You might show the world, you, you might ruin my reputation. You know, you, if like sometimes like if I'm already in a relationship and I'm cheating with you, you might expose me to my partner and break me in my family. You see what I'm saying? You might expose me to my family and in my relationship. You might do that. There's a fear, fear y'all. Sometimes they're just scared. You know, they're scared to come back because they think you're going to ruin them. We think they think you're going to reject them. R and R, not rest and relaxation, is ruin and rejection. You know, they have that fear. You know, they are. Some of them, yeah. Some of them just don't come back, y'all. Some of them, it's like some of them don't come back because they feel like the relationship has run its course. Like there's not, like there's nothing left. Like the supply has ran out. Whatever supply that that narcissistic person has been getting from you. It's run out or it's, it's just too low and they're not, it's not, it's not, they're not getting enough from you. So they seek out, seek it from someone else. You know, they might move on and not try to come back to you because they found somebody who fits them better, who gives them more of a certain type of supply, whatever it is, y'all, you know, sometimes their supply could be ask yourself what they were getting from you. Sometimes their supply could be an emotional connection. You know, they could be just getting an emotional connection from you, emotional validation. Sometimes their supply is physical. You know, it's just like we're together, we're in a relationship, whatever it is. Sometimes that supply is financial. It's just money. It's the, the money. I'm getting money from you. You get money, whatever it is. You know, we're making money together. You help me build my life up, whatever it is, you know. And sometimes that supply is uh, sexual. It's a sexual aspect to it. Sometimes it's just sexual supply. You know, they're getting that from you in that space. So if you think about it from that perspective, whatever supply that they're getting from you has ran out. It's ran this course. It's, it's been it's been exhausted. It's like the supply is on E. Like if y'all were, if your relationship if the supply was a gas tank, it's running on fumes right now. You know, it's smoking. It's it's so empty. It's so dry. It's smoking. You know, and I still, and, and this is what it, and this is the point of the video. Why I know some people the first thing is going to pop into your head is like, well, Lee, how do we re up on that supply? How do we pick it back up? How do we get it back? How do we get things to go back to the way they used to, y'all? Once it has run its course, and I know it's tough to hear this, y'all, you can't re-up on your supply unless you don't let them use you for something. And do some people, do I talk to some people who, I will, I'll let them use me for that they can come back. 
I talk to some people who are in that mindset. They, some people get to that point where they just feel like they'll do anything to have the toxicity back in their life because they're trauma bonded. And I understand it. You know, and it's not me trying to judge past judgment. You, you trauma bonded, but you want it back in your life. That's not me trying to pass judgment, but it's me just trying to, Hey, look, it ain't right. You will sacrifice everything, your health, your healing, your money, whatever, to have this person back in your life. Ask yourself why, you know, why? Ask yourself why. I feel like that. I feel like that helps out a lot, right there. Ask yourself why. You know. You have to ask yourself why do you want to go back to this person? You know. Ask yourself why do you want them to come back? You know. Ask yourself why. Some people. I know. I know when some people ask me this question, why don't why aren't they coming back? You wonder if you are not enough. You know, that's one reason that people ask me that question. Like, oh, they didn't come back because I'm not enough. Some people want them to, why don't they come back? Because you you want them to come back in your life. You miss them. You want them back in your life. Like, will they come back? Why don't they come back? You know, you want them back into your life because you miss them. And I, it's understandable. And some people get into their heads that, you know, it's bad. It's like you beat yourself up because you missed somebody that hurt you. You know, it, it, you miss the person that hurt you and that's okay you know it's it's okay that hurt you miss you know i just wrote some down it might be a video it's okay to miss the person that hurt you it's not okay to allow them continuous access to your life into your space but it's understandable that you miss this person that is truly understandable it's one of the things that i do understand that you miss the person that you you that you you fell in love with you miss this person this person y'all had y'all building on life together whatever happened you miss them. It's, it, yeah, I get that part. I promise you I do. I do understand that. I get it. That's just, just me being truthful. You know, that's me being truthful for you. It's just in that space. So you're, you're dealing with the narcissist or toxic person. It's okay to miss them, but just be strong. Be as strong as you possibly can because you don't want to allow that toxicity back into your life, especially if you have children with this person and whatnot, especially if y'all built a life together. I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. You know? Because sometimes they don't come back because y'all, they, they really, that fear does come to the table. Like, and, and I'm, I'm going to leave it. This is right here, y'all. Cause this is another, it's going to sound weird, but this is another object, abject fear that some narcissists have that fear of failure. They for some of them, and this is true for me personally, that I've left relationships and not went back before because the relationship was, it's going to sound weird, but I feel like I was going to fail. I didn't want the relationship to, to I just, I, I felt like I was going to, I was scared to fail the person, you know? And I just like, okay, I can't do it. I can't fail. I've left a relationship before because I was scared to fail, not realizing that leaving the relationship was a failure. You know what I mean? I was scared to fail. I was scared to get married and fail as a husband. I was scared to get, have kids and fail as a father. I was scared to take this, go to school and fail as an, go to college and fail as a student. Scared to fail as an athlete. You see what I'm saying? That, that, those fears made me leave relationships. I was, the fear of failure is strong in a lot of narcissistic people, y'all. So some of them might have left you because they were scared to fail you, which is stupid. You know what I mean? They didn't talk to you about it. A lot of narcissistic people lack the ability to communicate in a functional way, like other than physicality, other than being physical and things of that nature. They don't know how to communicate with you. But that's part of the paradigm of dealing with a narcissistic person, y'all. It really, really is. But that's part of it, y'all. So... Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode, y'all. Go ahead and go on Amazon, grab that self-love journal to help you re rebuild that self-love. And re just understand that if they come back, you might be too strong. You know what I mean? If they don't come back, it might be too strong. Don't ho don't hoover yourself because somehow if you, if you hoover yourself back into it, you know, when their pride and their ego is so high, you know, they just, they don't want to reach out to you. Sometimes their pride and the ego is too high 
and they they won't reach out and then you reach out. They might actually want you to they might actually want you back, but their pride and ego is so high that they just they don't reach out to you, you know? Their pride and their ego is so astronomically high that they refuse to reach out to you and contact you. And then you reach out to them and then you get reverse hoovered and then you get treated horribly. So that's the last reason, y'all. I'll leave y'all with that. Stay tuned for more, y'all. Like and subscribe for more. Mental illness is out. Peace. Thank you so much for making it to the end of my video. You are a mental illness rock star and I appreciate you for being here. If you haven't already, make sure to click on the screen to subscribe to the channel and watch another one of my videos in my playlist. There's also a link available up here for you to purchase my kids book. Remember, it's not your fault on Amazon. So check that out. Thank you. I will see you in the next video. Peace.